Warning, the following audio transmission is based on theory and is intended for entertainment purposes only. It's Doomsday and its affiliates will not be held liable for anything your dumbass does. Listener discretion is advised. song is that you wrote no matter what it is somebody's going to take an issue with it and generally the answer to that is well who cares they don't have to watch that's where the kindness comes into play on both sides is that yes absolutely who cares if they don't like it they can move along doesn't mean that they have to come through and just write some nasty comment on it because they're having a bad day but we have to be cognizant as the creator that yeah, maybe they said it was really crappy because they're just having a, a crappy day or they just don't like it, but it sucks that they went out of their way to just spread some some angry stuff uh, uh, you know, on, on somebody's comment thread that they don't even know who this person is, have no idea, never met him in real life, just no clue, just somebody random, like, hey, your song sucks. Okay, great, dude. Sorry you're having a horrible day that you felt the need to come all this way over here and say that. Um, but we need to start by being a little kinder to each other because I notice, you know, it, it doesn't matter how nice you are, somebody will take issue with it. It doesn't matter how loving or caring you are, somebody will take issue with that. Um, but a lot of times, it's a lot of people are failing to see the potential in, in encouraging people instead of belittling people. And I think that's initially where this, this change starts that we want to see. And we can't change that in the macro, but we can only change it in our immediate circle, you know. Just because we wake up grouchy and don't want to go to work or whatever doesn't mean that we've got to crap on somebody else's day. You know, um, everybody struggles with this and we're all going to struggle with it. Um, but that's why I'm, I personally am so willing to reach out and support, you know, local creators, local businesses, people who are on that grind trying to better their lives and better the lives of the people around them who are actually legitimately doing things to make the world a better place. You have to encourage those people because if you're so angry because the world's in a crappy spot in the first place, do you think that lashing out and, and hating on somebody is going to fix that problem? Or do you think that doing the opposite thing is going to help solve that problem in just a small little way? I think it's probably the encouragement thing. I, I agree. I mean, I, I, I could definitely see how it, you know, going out and encouraging somebody would be more beneficial to this specific cause versus just that's not what I agree with in you know starting these these online arguments and things like that 
right? Right. And as far as supporting, I mean, I don't know any local creators, but as far as supporting local small business, I'm like 100% right there with you, right? Sure. Because again, it, these big corporations <laughs> that are at play over everything are, are you know, part, partially what's destroying this country, right? Yeah. And, and you know, it, it blows my mind. You know, a, a thing that I think about a lot is that, you know, people will complain about like their food order that they got from Wendy's being wrong, but they continue to go back. But if they go to like a small local business, that's not like a corporate chain and one thing is wrong with that or the price is a little bit too high, they'll complain about it and never go back or just won't go at all because they heard somebody's comment. That blows my mind, man. It Dude, we mind. experienced that at the restaurant when we first opened up. We had we literally had like probably the cheapest prices in town, right? Because that's what you do. You open up your doors, you start out really, really cheap, um, you assess your needs and you adjust your prices accordingly. Right. Sure. So we had people coming in and complaining. You know, I can't believe a cup of coffee is more than a dollar here. I can't believe this. I can't believe that. You know, you want four ninety nine for two eggs, toast, and bacon. You know, and it's like, well, you have no problem going and dropping, you know, fifteen dollars at McDonald's for something similar, though. You don't have an right. issue with that. Right. That's okay, and you won't argue, and you'll keep going back. Right. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I mean, it, I don't know why people have got on this kick where they feel the need to attack small business. I, I don't understand it. You know, to, to me, it's I don't know if it's like a subliminal thing. Like you think, oh, this is this is not a big corporation, so I can run my mouth like they don't have corporate attorneys. They don't have a bunch of staff like, you know, I can do whatever I want. Is that maybe the mentality people are developing? I, that that kind of seems to be one of those mentalities that's done by design, dude. I mean, look at all of your TV shows these days. You know, I, I don't really watch much TV, but like I got a smart TV now with like 500,000 channels on it. And most of the shows that are on there seem to be something that's that's full of debate or full of people hating on each other. You know, like I, I saw some like basketball wives show and all it is is just a bunch of actors who get together and create fake drama, just like Road Rules was, just like Jersey Shore was, just like any other show like that is. It's it's designed that way. But look at places. Let's let's look at this, for example. I, I get it. Think whatever you want about China. Sure. But look at their version of TikTok versus our version of TikTok. Our version of TikTok is basically everybody talking crap about such and such. Ooh, so-and-so said this, so-and-so said that. I'm going to call you out in a video. I'm calling you. Ooh, I'm doing the... We see all this dramatic, stupid stuff that nobody really wants to watch. Some people really get enthralled in the drama by design. But Chinese version of TikTok, they, they put emphasis and prop up people who are creating things, people who are engineers and scientists and mathematicians who are who are solving issues, who are creating, who are actually creating things that that are gonna benefit society. And these these are the things that are propped up versus the exact opposite that's propped up here. And then all of a sudden we have this divisiveness with China for one reason or another. But one of those reasons that they're becoming a superpower is because they are heavily working and investing in the people for all of those STEM programs that we talk about, um, science, technology, engineering, math, mathematics. And, and these are things that are benefiting them as a society and as a whole, 
granted, they've got 10 times more the amount of people than we do. But still, that emphasis is very heavily on doing and creating. And our emphasis is on, seems to be on ego and, and hype and, you know, listen, li just listen to our music. You know, the, our, our semblance of reality is really revolvent around the music that we choose to listen to as a populace. And we cancel songs like Baby It's Cold Outside while simultaneously two months on the top charts, WAP was being sung at the same time. And that was propped up and not canceled. Says a lot about who we are as a society and what we're investing in, does it not? You know, I'm just wondering, you know, if they're not hiring specific, like, cancel people. <laughs> like, let, let an influencer go out there and say, I'm offended and this sucks. To kind of sway of the populace. Of course. You know, and I mean, that's, we, we saw the story in the elections with all the celebrities coming out bashing Trump, who never had a political thought in their entire lives. But now all of a sudden, they know everything about politics and they hate this man with a passion. They're actors, dude. I know. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I mean, it's, I mean, that's, that's really what this is boiling down to. I mean, they're, they're, we're all brainwashed. Well, not all of us, but a majority of us are brainwashed and we are taught what to think, what to believe and and basically how to live our lives in this shitty system. Right. Operation Mockingbird, dude. It's a real thing. Hmm. It's a real thing. It happens every day. It's just the new propaganda. It is. And so what I wanted to do at this point of the show, I mean, we usually wait a little bit to have people call in but i did want to get raccoon in here and i did want to get his thoughts on some of these things and hear him talk about the water supply now he's bringing up the mockingbird mentality as well and we're going to give raccoons a little bit long-winded so we're going to give him extra time um than sure. we normally would so raccoon if you want to call in dude hey preppers do you want 10 percent off survival food Go to www.readywise.com and use code DOOM10 at checkout for 10% off all your survival food needs. Again, that's code DOOM10 at checkout at readywise.com, D-O-O-M-10 for 10% off at readywise.com. There he is. Hey guys. Hey man, how you doing? Well, I'm doing pretty good. Freezing my butt off. It's like minus 20 windshield here. <laughs> Jesus. That's cold, man. <laughs> really bitter cold here. Anyway, so, getting to the uh, uh, municipal water sources. Okay, I found out talking to a few people who worked the municipal water sources and the sewage treatment plants because I had to deal with both of them at the time in my business. Got to know them, and they told me some of the secrets that they have. Like, here where I'm at, we have a river that runs just east of the town, and upstream is a sewage treatment plant. Downstream is a water intake for the uh, municipal water. Now, they have to purify it to a government standard, which means they don't get everything out of the water when they dump it into the river after it's been treated and that goes right down and gets sucked up into the intake and then they only have to purify it to a certain level and 
90% of the stuff that's not being brought out chemically is chemical toxins that's already been dumped down the toilets and the sinks and stuff. I mean, people don't realize you don't, you, you shouldn't dump transmission fluid down the toilet because it can't go through the filter and, and get cleaned out. Medications, uh, shoe polish. When people dump shoe dye down, that doesn't go out. So you're saying the transmission the fluid that, won't help my toilet flush better? Well, it helps you. It helps it last longer that way, huh? Takes and uh, lubricates that seal for you. That's what I'm talking but, about. <laughs> yeah, lubricate the seal, keep the water in the tank until needed. <laughs> Nothing's bad, worse than a dry, rotted uh, bulb. You know, I mean, damn thing, you know, leak, your water bill goes exactly. Up. <laughs> so one thing I just one thing I just thought of though, what about all the chemicals we put down the drain, like the Drano and the drain crystals yeah, and all these different things to stop ready. the clogs. Yeah, that's what I was getting ready to get to. Our cleaning products are just as bad as Drano. I mean, if you're sitting there taking the easy off to your oven, you wipe it out, you rinse it out into the sink, and then you flush that water down the sink drain. It goes in there. It's highly toxic. It's a neurotoxin. Drano is bad. Uh, Any kind of acid you pour down the, the toilet or down the drain are bad because of the simple fact that they're acidic and it changes the pH at the water treatment plant. In the water treatment plant, they have to have a certain acidity to the water treatment. Okay, yes, they, they try to, to filter out a lot of the acidic stuff in there so it don't kill the fish in the river, but it does. And everything we throw down the sink, even our soaps, are hazardous to the wildlife. It's going into the water. The water is going down to the Yellowstone River, which ends up in the Missouri River, which ends up in the Mississippi, and down it all the way down the Gulf of Mexico. <laughs> water road, water takes the avenue of least resistance. And if you right. have water treatment plant at one end, and then downstream you have water intake, That one only has to purify to a certain level, which allows a lot of chemicals to get back into the water system. You know, you might want to look at putting a water purification system in your house, like maybe a reverse osmosis. But at the same time, when you do something like reverse osmosis, you're taking all the chemicals and you're taking all the minerals and all the vitamins that might be in the water being sucked out of it before you can drink it so therefore you're drinking sterile water mostly you know it's nothing and that was going to be my legitimate question is i mean you want you want the the good existing minerals in the water in the water and i was going to ask if reverse osmosis removed some or all of those um removes all of it so that it seems like it would kind of be like a I guess a, a catch twenty two there. I mean, and on one side you you don't have all the harmful chemicals, but you're also not getting the benefits out of it either, right? Yeah, you you have to have the calcium and the potassium and the iron. It's in the water a little bit of each one of them in there, and that helps your body function. Right. But when you have something like a reverse osmosis, or you're using distillation in your house, and I've set up distillation. Uh, uh, 
purifiers in houses, and it's basically boiling water and collecting steam, drying or cooling it and making water out of it. Very slow process. But all that stuff goes against it. We wouldn't need that if we didn't dump our sewage. And like here, where I have a lot of farm equipment on these ranches around here, and they blow a tire, all that fluid inside the tractor tire ends up in the irrigation, goes out to the river as it drains out of the field. You know, all this stuff that we've got that we have in our system ends up in the water. Sooner or later, it poisons it. And there are places where there are no fish because it's just too poisonous for them. Also, a lot of dead animals try to drink the water and they die. So you can add, you could definitely, I saw Kylie's comment in there about adding uh, the minerals back into the water. If you do reverse osmosis, you can buy trace minerals online and you can add them back into the water. Yeah. There, yeah, there are people when that you do buy that. Trace, if you buy trace minerals online, research where they're coming from, because you might find out that they're not coming from the ground. They're coming from chemical byproducts, you know. Calcium in, in milk nowadays is a pseudonym. They're taking the calcium and dividing it down into a like a bromide or a, a hydro uh, can't even say the word hydrolyzed calcium, and you're not getting the full benefit of calcium. So bread used to have calcium in it, but they stopped grinding bones down when they slaughtered cattle and pigs. And drying it, adding it to the flowers and stuff. So now they use a chemical calcium in all your pastries and breads. Unless you're making it yourself, you will not get the the calcium and the minerals that you need in it. It's like the vitamin D in milk. They added vitamin D in milk. The vitamin D is a compromised uh, element from the oil industry. Okay. There's 14,000 different chemicals they use in the oil industry byproducts after everything's been made and the sludge pond is full. It's piped to the companies that produce everything. Plastics. You know, on that note, I've been seeing a lot of things lately that are tying oil companies right back to pharma because they're utilizing all these petroleum byproducts uh, with the yeah, medications and stuff exactly. now. Big Pharma gets their chemicals from, from the oil industry. So does the chemical corporations like Dow, Monsanto. They get their chemicals from the oil industry. What the medical industry doesn't want goes to them. And so on and so forth until you, it's all used up. Because if we didn't, we'd have sludge ponds around every damn oil uh refinery and they'd be the size of the great lakes you know they'd be gigantic oil sludge ponds that they can't use but back in the 20s rockefeller pulled his scientists together and said break this stuff down we can't keep it on hand what can we do with it world war ii we had plastic where did that come from oil industry they isolated what they needed and took it out of it medic medicine most all of the information, all the ingredients in in your pills, your injections, your IV fluids have all got some of this stuff in it. 
when the big things they've already told us about since the, the, I'd say the 80s is mercury. Mercury's bad for you. It causes cancer. Why are they putting it in the vaccines? I know they're putting it in the vaccines because I've talked to the FDA and they've shut me down by when I call them up for a question, I don't get the computer. I get a freaking busy signal. You can't get a busy signal on a computer-generated phone system unless you're blocked. So you were, was, you were affecting medication because it helps react um, to the vaccine. It helps it distribute it across your body. No, it doesn't. It is a reaction. It's used to keep it from coagulating in the bottle. So I'm just, I'm just still kind of, my mind's a little bit blown. I, I, out of all people for the FDA to block, they blocked you, Raccoon? <laughs> well, when I first got on there, I always talked to them. And I, one time I've talked to 16 scientists and one head in charge of microbiology. That was at CDC. <laughs> and I got to talking to them. They, first thing they asked me, are you a doctor? So, no, I'm retired. I guess they assumed I was a doctor. But I started doing that long before that when I was still in the medical field. I would get this stuff and I would look at it because I have a bad habit of memorizing things. And through the years of being a medical supply NCO for an aid station, getting all this stuff, in my, in my spare time, I would take all the ingredient uh, um, package lists and read them. And I was seeing a, a big conglomeration of chemicals that were put in everything. And it's like, wait a minute, what's this about? And then I, somebody said, well, maybe you ought to call CDC. And that's when I found out CDC back in 83 was not a government agency. It's a private corporation that the government says, hey, we need some help. Can you help us? And all of a sudden, their word becomes etched in stone you have to go by it but they're not a government agency that can force you to do squat see that's how that's you why bag. rockefeller you when he started the agency yeah another fake three-letter agency and the fda says here's what we want you to put in your medication and you can add whatever you think you need to put into it now i hate to sound rough and anti-Semitic, but every one of those agencies and every one of those medical industries are all headed by what? Jewish hierarchy. to say the word? You look at the names, you look at where they're from, you find out they're all Jewish. Okay? But I'm not going deep, I'm not going to dive into that. I'm just putting that out there. I found that to be synonymous for the last uh, 80 years. Okay, now you know, you know how Kanye ended up using the J word, right? I know. You, you I'll, 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 some platforms I can't even put in comments <laughs> on. They've blocked me out. I, my comments don't go on. I'm well, not worried your, about it. Check your bank account after this episode and make sure that... I don't have a bank it. account. Okay. I don't have a bank account. Check your contracts... <laughs> If you have a contract with Adidas or anybody, and make sure you're still good there too. Yeah, I keep an eye on that one contract I have with the mortgage company. You know, 
to keep the mortgage company happy. No There's so many too. things that people, if people were to just sit down and pick one subject that they're interested in finding secrets on, the information's out there. I mean, I've talked to guys, I've been associated with people in the medical industry, in the chemical industry, in water sewage treatment and water purification industries municipally. I've also been with a couple scientists who literally left six and seven digit salaries because they said, no, I, I can't do this anymore. This is wrong. And I sat down and talked with them and they show me, they don't tell me, they show me the information. Here, read this. This came from the head office. Here, read this. This came from associate um, uh, scientists from a, a an outside company. And here's some some things I got from a lab that I sent some samples to. And it's like, holy crap! So, Raccoon, let me uh, let me I've been down circ- the let me holes. circle you back to this to the water thing because um, I wanted to get in. <sighs> What are my big concern is what are the most harmful chemicals that are in the water right now that we should be concerned with? The drugs, the chemicals that the water system can't pull out when it cleans the sewage. Because every water company that pumps water from a river or a lake and there's a lot of them out there they get their stuff downstream from the sewage treatment plants there's a reason for that and i already stated it okay there's a reason why it's always down river when they suck the water out instead of up river where it might be cleaner they're giving money to do that here Here's a couple million for your water project. Oh, uh, you need to make it your sewage treatment bigger. Put in more settling ponds. What do you think they do with all the settling pond stuff that comes out once they dry the settling pond out? Those settling tanks, the round ones? They take it out and they contract somebody to haul it out to give it to the farmers to use for fertilizer. Put on their fields. Listen, don't expose my bag on ground. Don't expose. Goes down into the waters. It goes down into your upper levels of water. Your surface water, your subsurface water, which is uh, anywhere between 30 and 90 feet below the surface water. And when you drill into a, a an artesian well or a, a well pocket, as they call it, is an underground cavern like they have in San Antonio. They drill into that bad boy. Well, it's not watertight. And a lot of that stuff glides in with the pipe and continues to pollute it. When you got 50, 60,000 wells in the same aqueduct, the aqueduct gets polluted to a certain point and it becomes harmful. The big minerals that you have to look at that will harm you are, and I say minerals, not metals, but minerals are aluminum, Lead, mercury, uh, barium, uh, 
Nowadays, we've got all these egg on lithium batteries people are flushing and throwing in the landfills and stuff. That gets into the water systems. I mean, all these things that we throw in, 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 the, in the toilet, the sink, or even taken to the, to the landfill, it all ends up back in the water system. And if you got a well, or if you got a, a town who gets their water from a well, it's not river drawn, but from the ground, chances are it's been polluted. And if it's not been polluted, it will be polluted soon. Because we got new chemicals that came out that everybody's using now. It's all ending up in the landfills or in in the sewage treatment plants. And that's where you that's where the big scare is at. It's not the food. You can pretty much cut down your your food intake and not eat you know fifty thousand calories a day and cut out some of the crap that will help detoxify your body naturally but you can only live three days under ideal conditions without water so raccoon i i appreciate you calling in we got we got about 20 minutes left here i wanted to jump back to jake but i appreciate i appreciate you calling in and enlightening us on what you know about these waterways well, I've done a lot of, I got 40 years of research. Well, uh, I'll definitely have to get you back in here whenever we get deeper into this stuff. Cause we might at some point, I'm not sure when, but okay. at some point we will, but thank you record. I appreciate you, man. All right. Thank All right, Jake, are you still with us? That man's trying to expose my bag. I said, I'm trying to get a McDonald's <laughs> in my hospital food court here. And he's just spilling all the secrets. You know, uh, if if I had a word for it, I'd make it up and just call it, mm, I don't know, tip of the tongue, double dipping, maybe. Double dipping. Yes, there you go. Yeah. So, I mean, we, when this, when this watch, you guys remember when the Watch the Waters documentary came out and artist was saying, you know, there's, there's all this shit in the water, there's this, there's that, as he was selling the solution and the cure along with, you know, water purification systems. At that point, I got into doing some research of a lot of what was in the water, and there's horrible shit in the water, guys. There's arsenic in there. There's all kinds of shit, and it's not and it's not going away. And I've never been so thankful, you know, knowing what I know now to not be connected to a city water system, right? It's been like that for years too. I mean, look at the the most recent big thing the the Camp Lejeune um, class action that they're throwing on people, you know. Um, that's, that's toxic water that people were literally poisoned by. And now they're, they're facing a, a class action lawsuit for millions of dollars for people who have had cancers and reproductive harm and all sorts of problems. Hmm. You know, more things like this are going to be coming out. I'm, I'm sure. And I'm just, I'm wondering if it's going to be a thing where it's like a build up, build up, build up till they offer a cure and a solution for it. And then want to charge us out the ass for it, or if they simply say like that that this is a bad area and we have to move on. You can't get clean water here anymore. You have to leave. We have to shut down this county. We can't do this anymore, right? Um, because at some point we're going to pollute ourselves out of a fucking planet. That's, I mean, it's it's going to happen. I mean, I'm not some you know one of these like hippie people that are like, you know, we need to do everything right. Everything needs to be recycled, this, that, the other. I'm not, I'm not that guy, but we, I do see the destruction that we're causing. Yeah. Um, 
I think there has to be a balance too. I mean, we don't have to be all like gung ho about things, you know, you, you have to just, uh, you know, use all organic, all natural, everything, blah, 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 blah. No, I mean, you can do that for sure, but you know, practice some discernment. Like I said, don't flush your meds down the toilet, dispose of them the proper way. Um, you know, take them, you can take them to your local city or county, um, you know, take them to the city police station, take them to the, the county sheriff's department and say, hey, I got some meds I want to dispose of. They will take them and dispose of them the proper way. And they're licensed to do that. And they can and they will. And they will do that for free. It's a free service offered to you. Hmm. Very good information to know. Yes. So, I mean, typically I would just, you know, I mean, I would just throw them in the trash. I don't know what they do at that point. Yeah. How it they dispose of them. The waterways, man. It just goes to the landfill. I guess that's a good point. Yeah. I wonder if burning them would be a viable option. Um, I don't know. I don't know about that one. I'll have to look huh. into that. I don't know. So, guys, uh, before we are out of here, because we only got about 15 minutes left here before we're out, I did want to get Spanky to call in as well, if he's still in here listening, Spanky or Scooter, um, so they could tell you about the charity drive that they're doing, if yeah. he's still in here. I don't know if he's in here or not. Um, cause he knows, he knows more about it than I do. Um, agent of he, chaos. I'd love to hear yeah. from him. <laughs> he is an agent of chaos. Um, <laughs> but if he doesn't call in, I'm just going to tell you guys about it, what, what they got going on. So on the beans and weenies show there, they, uh, Spanky got hooked up with this church and they're doing a drive there for the less fortunate kids. Um, they have a goal set of $500 they're trying to get, uh, to help these children out. And this isn't for toys or candy or junk like that these are literally you know less fortunate children that are just like hey i need a new coat i need some socks mm -hmm. it's cold mm -hmm. out i could really use a hat um is basically what these kids want so the goal is to to raise 500 dollars. they have to the 22nd to do it so they're going to be pushing this hard tonight in the show and uh right now they are i believe 200 dollars away from meeting that goal so if you guys want to help them out with that uh you go to beans and and there's a PayPal link in there where you could donate to them. I think they have some other way to donate too. But what I know about is the PayPal. That's how I donated. Um, so I, I did it too, guys. I'm not just, you know, over here preaching. I, I threw in 20 bucks to help the cause. Um, and I mean, if, if you can't, I mean, this is a tight, this, this time of year is tight for everybody. I get it. So if you can't do it, don't feel bad. But if you are capable of doing it, throw the kids five bucks for a sock. You know what I mean? That's it. And Spanky, I don't even think is in here anymore. So being that he's not in here, um, that's fine. I'm going to put the link for the, if somebody could drop a link for, uh, I might be able to do it from my phone. Hold on. Hey preppers, do you want 10% off survival food? Go to www.readywise.com and use code DOOM10 at checkout for 10% off all your survival food needs. Again, that's code DOOM10 at checkout at readywise.com, D-O-O-M-10 for 10% off at readywise.com. I think I'm going to drop them 10 bucks so they can have two socks, one for each foot. There you go, dude. That's... <laughs> <laughs> Yes, two socks. I've you know I just got Spanky. He's he's only got one foot. It was a foot joke, but he's not in here to hear it. Um. <laughs> anyway, so that's the website there, guys. Beansandweenieshow dot com. If you go there, they have a PayPal set up, 
and you can PayPal them if you want to uh, donate to the kids. And I think that they're probably going to get some more donations tonight because they're they have a show. We have a show tonight, and uh, I'll be in there, and I'm sure they'll be pushing this as well. So it is, it is a good thing to help these guys out. And I know a lot of people, guys, I'm not saying to go out and save the damn world. It's not where I'm going with this. We all have problems within our own communities that need to be dealt with. And there are things you could do to help. Um, you know, and there are little charities around. And there's a lot of volunteer work, guys. There's a lot of people that just need volunteers to help out because they have nobody and they don't have funding, Right. So if you if you are capable, guys, this is a great time of year to go volunteer and help out. It really, really is. And Correct. if you are and if you are a person and I know it's not. If you're a person and you're sitting there and you got a lot of canned food at home and it's stocked up and, and you don't get to the stuff and you know it always ends up expiring this and that guys, there's tons of food banks out there that need food this time of year as well. Right. Um, it definitely fact- helps. I'm going to go to my local radio station tonight after my workout and build some cat houses for the, for the cold snap we have coming up that will get donated to people. You're building cat houses. Yeah. Like for felines, my local radio station, um, they, they promote, um, uh, animal sanctuary stuff and they, uh, they, they very much uh, put a lot of causes for, for various pets, and they are building a ton of uh, pet homes uh, for animals who are outside or whatever that, you know, you don't want them to freeze and, and uh, die a very painful death. Um, because it's supposed to get down into the negatives uh, by this weekend. Um, I think Thursday it's supposed to be like negative 7, and then it's supposed to be windy, so it's going to be more like negative 15. Um, and that's cold for pets too, even though they have fur coats and stuff, they're still going to get cold, but, uh, yeah, they're making a bunch of cat houses for people and they're going to donate those to people who need them. Yeah. I, I've been hearing about this cold snap coming and that's pretty cool, dude. I've never heard of anybody making cat houses before. So yeah. that's pretty cool. You know, you think of dog houses, bird houses, not cat houses. Yeah. But they're, <laughs> they're begging for help. They don't have anybody. Uh, but, uh, they're, couple friends of mine run the local radio station so i'm gonna pop in be a surprise let's build some cat houses that's awesome i'm i'm actually a little bit jealous (laughs) (laughs) no but i mean that's good though man that's you know and everybody needs help right now and everybody needs food right now and and a big struggle that we see this time of year is parents are caught between buying their kids toys and putting food in the pantry this is a very very difficult time of year for Mm. some people right Mm-hmm. And that's what I'm saying. If you have things you can donate that you know are going to be expired if you don't get to them or it's just you have an overabundance of stuff and you're like, hey, I'm totally capable. There are literally food banks everywhere. They are not in short supply and they can all use the stuff. Right. And, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm not saying to go go out and, and drain the bank account and go broke helping out. But, you know, everybody can do a little bit of something to make somebody's existence a little bit better this time of year because it's it's hard for people man and it's only getting harder um the way you know you're you're paying basically double at this point for the same thing um people were already stretched out with their paychecks anyway and you know to make matters worse now they have to figure out how to stretch it even further right and you know the other the other thing is is i think that and nobody's saying it i've been saying it but this has been a financially hard year for a lot of people okay it has been with the cost of goods going up, paychecks not going up, people being forced out of work and just everything on the rise. A lot of people are struggling this year very badly. All right. 
And I mean, and, and I'm like in my area, I'm watching the homeless population drastically increase and we don't even know where they're coming from. There's just, they're, there's a ton. They're just in your community, man. There, there, there are people, there are people now it's becoming a very big problem. Wonder why it's not reported on more, but, uh, more common, you know, people, nine to fivers like ourselves, um, are finding it hard and asking for help. And in hard economic times, food pantries really struggle. So if you've got a little bit extra, donate to your local food pantry. And yeah, and that, that was something I was going to bring up too, man. So I, I, I drive past one every day, right? Um, there's, there's a church not far from where I live and they have the outdoor pantries there. So I drive past it almost every day and I look just to see if it's full, what's, what's in there, what's not. Um, and I've noticed driving by it recently, I, I probably haven't taken anything there in maybe two weeks, I think. And I've, and I've noticed it's, it's looking pretty sad. It's looking pretty sad over there. So I'm probably going to end up swinging down there um, before Christmas and dropping some stuff in there, maybe like the day before on Christmas Eve so somebody can get some stuff out of there because I, I have stuff. I, I know I have a ton of stuff that I can take down, right? Yeah, I, I even considered making um, just some some freestanding, um, you know, donation boxes, um, you know, thought about looking into it. It might be a good idea for some people out there to consider if they've thought about it to put some uh, just freestanding something that you can just put down and take it away when you need to uh, donation boxes just around town uh, that people can get to and let them know they're there. Um, there are a few in our town, but there's not enough. There are a lot of people who, who need some help. But, you know, it, it's becoming a uh, not so much a taboo thing anymore to see people struggle. And, you know, you're you yourself might be struggling now and you know having to swallow your pride so to speak because you've never been in that position to to need or ask for help um don't be afraid to don't be afraid to if you need help ask for help there are a lot of people around that are that are willing to help right and i mean guys the the reality of this is nobody wants to go to bed hungry um nobody wants to see their kids cry because their kids are hungry and they can't feed them um i a lot of us are very fortunate and we're not in that position, but, and I've never, I've never been in that position. So I, I mean, I can only imagine what these people are going through, but you, you brought up a good idea, Jake. Maybe I should put a food donation box. Well, I'll have to talk to my wife about it. I don't think she'll say no, but maybe we should put a donation box in the restaurant and uh, I could periodically empty that out and take it to the local pantries. I thought about just doing it here and just putting one right in my, uh, right here at my house and just letting people know it's here and just I, stop, stop by. No, no questions asked. If you need it, take it. Right. Yeah. See, I would do that, but the deer aren't going to donate much. I kind of live out in the middle of nowhere. No one's going to see my box. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, by hats, mittens, scarves, and socks, dollar store. Yeah, that's a good, that's a good point too. Um, that's yeah. something else that's definitely needed right now are, are warm weather clothes. Absolutely. Stuff from the dollar store would be good. And I mean, like I'm sure everybody, you know, has a, a goodwill and stuff in their area, but I mean, you know, like I take stuff to the Salvation Army, I take stuff to Goodwill. I've never thought about taking it to the pantries though, and like, you know, like here's a hoodie, here's a sweater, pop that in there. I've never thought about doing that. So maybe that's something you guys can do as well if you've got some leftover clothes laying around, warm stuff that you know people could use that you're not utilizing. Maybe that's where you would take it because Goodwill just profits off that shit, right? 
You know, better yet, it's almost like we have communities that we could utilize to say, uh, you know what, send us some stuff. We'll make some donation boxes. That might be workable. Yeah, absolutely. So, guys, we got about, about yeah, we could do, yes, we will do that later. We got about six minutes left here, not even, a little under five. Um, and I'm, I'm done, man. I think I'm all, I think I'm all talked out for the evening. Um, Jake, you got anything you want to add before we're out of here? Yeah, dude. Um, a thought that popped up, um, something that, uh, goes kind of undermined with everything going on with the holidays. Um, just practice, um, some caution and discernment, uh, this time of year, yes, is financially difficult, but this time of year is also the highest chance of someone that you know or in your community having a house fire. We have had in the last week four of them that have been total losses for people. Holidays, especially Christmas, are always a time for an excess amount of home fires because extra things are plugged in, extra space heaters, Christmas lights, Christmas trees, all of those things um, contribute to overpowering and overloading a system and causing a home fire. And you will probably, if you spend enough time on your socials, see somebody in your community that you know have, having a house fire. Um, one of which um, they have a family of six and they've lost everything. And these are all within a few minutes drive of my own house. Um, but maybe be mindful of that and you know, going on the donative thing. Um, our community has been really good about stepping in and helping these people, you know, donate everything that they can, you know, clothes, food, everything to just to get them by. Um, and even friends of ours in the past couple of years have had home fires that end up being a complete loss. Um, so just be extra careful, um, you know, celebrate with your family the way you celebrate, but, you know, be careful and, 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 and be very, very mindful of, of what you're using. You know, don't use a space heater plugged into an extension cord, into an extension cord, into the wall, into a Christmas tree. Um, you know, just, just practice, please be careful. That's all I'm saying. I just want to remind people of that. Absolutely guys. And, uh, this is also the last live we'll be doing before Christmas. So in case we don't get to talk to you guys, Merry Christmas or whatever you celebrate this time of year. I'm still going with Merry Christmas. Yes, don't Clark Griswold your house. But yeah, Merry, Merry <laughs> Christmas. Everybody, you know, you got to be politically correct and say happy holiday. It's whatever, dude. This It's still, it's Merry Christmas. This is our customary tradition is what we say to people. Happy holidays, Merry Christmas, however you celebrate it, happy whatever. Um, you know, let's not get caught up on the semantics. I just hope that you guys have a great end of the year and a strong finish. And if you have resolutions, start them now. Don't wait till this till the end of the year to start them. Start them now. There you go. All right, guys, on that note, we're out of here, man. Thank you, everybody, for coming in. Jake, thanks, man. Have a Merry Thank Christmas you. in case I don't talk to you, bud. Oh, you will. You'll see. Me. <laughs> Either way, Merry Christmas, man. I hope you guys have a great time and good family time together. Absolutely. Have a great night, everybody. See you guys. This is an emergency action message. At approximately 1 a.m. Eastern Daylight Time, Nora is tracking 15 ICBM nuclear missiles inbound to the following cities. Orlando, Miami, Pittsburgh, Dover, Newark, Richland, 
Philadelphia, New York City, Baltimore, Los Angeles, Las Vegas, Boston, Seattle, Detroit. This is an extremely deadly situation. Stay tuned, the next emergency message will be a presidential address.